You're listening to the Professional Goddess Podcast, a place for sluts who like to make money. I'm your host, Anna D, aka The Professional Goddess. On my show, we embrace the uncensored stories of being a self-made slutpreneur. As a stripper turned CEO, I reveal all my juicy trade secrets and share interviews with other female bosses who capitalize on their entire existence. From breaking stigmas in the female business world to challenging norms in the adult industry, we'll tackle it all in six inch stilettos, of course. Now it's time to dive deep into the journey of self-empowerment, owning our sexuality, and by each episode, we will earn our PhDs in CE Hoetry. I'm honored to have you here, and it's my privilege to kickstart the show. Hey, hookers. Happy Thursday. Welcome back to the Professional Goddess Podcast, where we dive into the intriguing world of creative occupations. And in this special episode, we're delving into the art of deceptive professions, exploring the imaginative fake jobs one might concoct to navigate those inevitable and often awkward holiday gatherings. Nothing's worse than old grandpa asking what you're up to and you start scrambling around and you feel awkward and then you can't stop thinking about it while you're trying to fall asleep because you could have had an answer on the fly and today I'm going to give you those answers. I'm going to provide you with a multitude of job ideas that you can tell your family if you are particularly an anonymous creator. So a a large spectrum of job ideas for you to have in this episode. So join me as we uncover the inventive ways people in various industries preserve their privacy while engaging in the spirited dance of deception. Coming up with a fake job can be tricky. You might consider jobs that have a bit of a mystery or intrigue to them, but not too much because we do not want any questions from everybody. We don't want all eyes on us. We are trying to just let the conversation skip right over us because we are just avoiding the awkwardness at all costs. Remember, these suggestions are here to help you navigate sensitive conversations and maintain privacy about your actual profession because you deserve privacy. If you don't want people to fucking know, you don't have to tell them. And I always hope that you have the luxury of being able to decide and choose when you want to share about your occupation. But this doesn't really apply just for holiday gatherings. This could apply to any family or friend circumstance. This could apply to talking to strangers. I can't tell you how many times I am in a situation, whether it's at the grocery store, a thrift shop, or a tattoo appointment, and someone is very curious as to what I do, and I feel like I have a laundry list depending on the situation I'm in, because a lot of the times I'm okay with saying I'm a sex worker, but sometimes I don't have time to talk about it, or I don't have time to talk about the dildos I sling on the internet. So I have X, Y, and Z to say if I'm trying to get on my merry way. So let's jump right into it. The first one is a creative content producer. Can you just see grandma going, huh? (laughs) You could mention that you work in a creative field generating content for various clients without specifying the industry. This could involve writing, designing, or creating digital content and have some Instagram accounts like already pulled up if you need to kind of show some examples and like they don't even have to be shit you've done you can just be like yeah that's me girl that's me (laughs) 
Next is brand ambassador or promoter. Saying you promote or represent brands without going into specifics might help keep things vague but plausible. I mean, it's very simple to say that brands reach out to you to promote their products on, you know, just start rambling about TikTok or Reddit and using words that they don't understand. Next is event planner or coordinator. Mentioning that you organize events, parties, or gatherings for different clients or companies can sidestep details about the specific nature of work. And I feel like event planning, people aren't really too interested in because they're not going to go into all the specifics because it's pretty obvious what coordinating events is. You know, say your friend owns a catering company and you're help managing everything and you're climbing up the ladder very quickly and you enjoy your work. Next is freelance consultant. Explain that you consult for various companies or individuals on matters you are knowledgeable about, marketing, strategy, etc., but without going into specifics. Next is one of my favorites, social media manager. This role involves managing social media profiles and content creation for clients or companies. It's so general and doesn't reveal much about the content or the industry. I mean, you can show... Uh, what Fiverr or Upwork is and say, yeah, you know, I have my rates here. People reach out to me and I organize their social medias. And I feel like when you're knowledgeable about something, especially social media, like most of you are, you can just start talking about the algorithm and how hard it is and difficult for, you know, the small businesses you work for to climb up the, the ladder against all the corporate monstrosities. Now, these are just a few options that might help you navigate those conversations without disclosing all that sensitive information about to actual profession. But there are some more jobs that tend to be universally understood or accepted by the normies, which may result in fewer questions from others. So let's dive into those as well. Personal trainer or fitness coach. Explain that you work in the fitness industry as a personal trainer or coach in is uh, another possibility. You could if, you know, you're the type that, you know, uh, goes to the gym and you are passionate about the gym, you can say that you had a personal trainer and you enjoyed it so much and just loved the whole process that you decided to, you know, take a intro class and got certified and now you have a few clients and you don't have to have a, a social media presence to show that, you know, to explain that you do that. And, you know, then you can teach old Gramps some moves to stretch out his uh, hamstrings and whatnot. Next is a software developer engineer. Now, if you don't know anything about software development or engineering like myself, this might be difficult if the questions do roll in, but it is one of those jobs that people just kind of nod their head and move on. But at the same time, when you're sitting there all pretty with your, you know, tits all perked up, they might be a little confused <laughs> as to why you're doing software engineering. But many people are familiar with this job because it's, you know, technical aspects and whatnot, but they may not delve deeply into the specifics because not many people are interested into those specifics. But at the same time, when you're having a one-on-one -on -one conversation with someone, you just never know what they're going to fly off the wall with, so you want to be prepared. And my next would be an accountant financial analyst for my spreadsheet girlies. While finances can be a sensitive topic, most people don't probe deeply into the details of financial work unless seeking advice. And honestly, the best 
best excuse to get out of those detailed questions is, you know what, Uncle Joe, I have had my head in spreadsheets all week. The last thing I want to do is talk about them. Tell me more about you. How's Susie doing? Always deflect if you just get a red flag moment and don't know what to say. Always deflect. People love talking about themselves. So ask questions, comment about what they're wearing. Say, what hair routine, what skincare regimen are you doing? Deflect is your best friend. Excuse me. Deflection is your best friend. Teacher or educator. People generally understand teaching as a profession and may not ask many probing questions about day-to-day responsibilities. So if there is like an online education avenue you can take, you know, kind of stem from something that your family generally already knows that you enjoy. And my next suggestion would be nursing or healthcare professional. Again, I don't know how many receipts you need, but healthcare-related jobs often come with a level of respect and understanding. And people may not inquire intensively about your specific tasks. Now, I don't know how many times you've told the fam you're in between jobs, but you can always pull that card and say that you're looking at schools or taking online courses. People seem to get really excited about that. Little do they know that, you know, school loans and all that stuff is is kind of terrifying and frightening. And some people never come out the other end of that. But I digress. Customer service representative. This one is so good because everyone knows that customer service can suck. And this job often involves dealing with customers, clients, and people may not ask beyond knowing what you assist with in those inquiries. So my go-to would be, again, say you do customer support with like, you know, online small businesses and you help people get their order information. And it's been so busy during the holidays and just, you know, pick a time that you got upset about an order not arriving and get in touch with that. Say, you know, people just keep going crazy. When is my order shipping? I need express. It needs to be here by Christmas. You know, just ramble on about shipping times. And last but not least is administrative assistant or office manager. Positions that involve administration work in an office setting might not prompt many detailed inquiries, but remember, these jobs might invite fewer questions, and that's what we're going for. It's always important to consider your comfort level and boundaries when discussing your profession with others, so always have an exit strategy when you are talking to family and friends if you are just not comfortable. And if worse comes to worse, just say you're not comfortable, walk away. Or if there's someone you trust in the family or the friend group and they know what you do, maybe have like a signal or a secret code word when you need to evict yourself from the conversation immediately. You can have the friend call you and you can excuse yourself all types of shit. But I think it's so smart to go into the holidays with this kind of mindset to protect your peace. I just want you hoes to protect your peace at all costs. Y'all know when I was like 18, 19, and I had, you know, my stores online, some of my stores had like cum slut on t-shirts and I couldn't show off my stores to a lot of my family members because a lot of them are religious and a lot of them just would like have a heart attack if they saw that. So I created a faux storefront. I just had a free .com, like a Wix page, and I just had some stupid bullshit on there that was very peachy and, you know, 
country beach chic sort of shit and that's how I got away with it for the time being because I just wasn't comfortable. And now my knife shop has still excelled in the past few years. So I was comfortable enough at the last Thanksgiving to show my grandpa my little knife shop, even though, you know, some of my amazing customers have some risque customer photos on the website, which I fucking love, but I know it would scare my grandpa seeing these, you know, e-girls with swords and shit. But I was like, you know what? Uh, fuck it. But, you know, it took me 12 years to get to fuck it in that aspect. So let's wrap up this episode. I hope our exploration into the realm of fake jobs has both entertained and enlightened you. Remember, the art of discretion is often an elaborate dance, and these inventive alternate professions serve as shields for those in unique or sensitive industries like myself. Now, join me next time for more insightful discussions on the fascinating world of navigating the multitude of paths as a slutrepreneur. And until then, may your holiday gatherings be filled with joy, financial freedom, and perhaps a touch of mystery. See you next week, guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Professional Goddess Podcast. If you want to keep the show going and growing, make sure to leave a five-star review. Shop my merch and eBooks at professionalgoddess.com. Make sure to use code SLUT at checkout for a little surprise. My book, Slutpreneur Secrets, is now available on Amazon. Have a question, episode request, or want to be a guest on the show? Email my team via management at professionalgoddess.com. And lastly, if you want to get all up inside me, subscribe to my premium content on OnlyFans at professionalslut.com. All these links and other socials will be in the show notes of the episode. But most importantly, thank you for subscribing to the show and I will talk to you next week. Bye, sluts.